you load 16 tons, what do you get? Another day older and deeper in debt. St. Peter don't call me cause I can't go. I owe my soul to the unnamed retail store. I'm dying and I'm Arthur. I'm Donovan. Stay alive, man. Are the tides of holiday cheer still ripping your your form asunder? Well, uh, I do get to hear the waitresses rapping Christmas at least six times a day while (laughs) I perform heavy labor. Like, I'm pulling fucking, like, air fryers and shit, like, fucking 60-pound boxes of garbage out to people's cars who don't know how to do online pickup because I have to fucking... (laughs) I'm gonna be. I'm gonna be okay though. It's gonna be okay. I'm gonna be okay. I'm okay. The elves will go away eventually. They'll leave you alone. Yeah, this DMT trip will stop, and the mechanical elves will <laughs> will stop tormenting me. That's a bad vision right there. I'm just poking. Let's me. put you on the the straight and narrow of uh, not holidays uh, by talking about dating and relationship stuff. Arthur, you ready for that? I would. I would love to talk about uh, dating and relationship stuff. And uh, to help us do that this week, we have co-host of the wonderful podcast, Pod Damn America, Alex Patak. It's hey, Alex Patak, everybody. Folks. No, it's What's not happening? another air fryer. It's me, Alex Patak. <laughs> Ready to chat. <laughs> Welcome to the show. Uh, how, is, how is your holiday season going so far? Thank you for having me. I didn't see anyone. <laughs> um, <laughs> I uh, have been barricaded in my home for so long. Time has no meaning anymore, except to That's... reminisce on loves lost. <laughs> <laughs> that sounds like a good time. Yeah, yeah it's, it's really a good fun. holiday tradition. <laughs> <laughs> ten out of the ten. snow starts falling, the Christmas music plays, and the crushing isolation begins to sink in and infect your entire body. I'm glad. I'm glad there's a virus. <laughs> One ten. I wish there were more. I wish it was more deadly than it is. <laughs> I need to walk around in a spacesuit. Maybe more variety is so it's not yeah. just all you put a mask on. Like maybe there's one you got to wear like a latex bondage suit. To stop it from getting in your pores. <laughs> right. There's, there's right, two viruses. You know? There's one where, uh, you know, you can't smell and then, uh-oh, curtains for you, love. <laughs> or your whole skin, like all over your body, your entire epidermis just starts to flake off like a bird. <laughs> <laughs> Maybe it doesn't kill you. It just hurts all day and you look Ow. like a monster. Ow. These are big flakes, too. Like, this isn't just little pieces that turn into dust. We're talking like A4 sheets of paper here. Put them up on the wall. The natural patterns from your skin uh, will only grow more beautiful over time. Yeah, you got to look out, though, because if you have the bird disease, it makes you very vulnerable to COVID. That's true. (laughs) So one follows the other, and you're absolutely um, fucked, like like the rest of us. You're fucked, Rooster crows at dawn. (laughs) <laughs> that's an expression going around in this world i've been world building a lot <laughs> prepping for a D game uh, no i've been working on these radio dramas for a podcast mm. i make that no one listens to um and uh they're all about soundscapes so i've been spending today trying to figure out how to get the grinch into a chucky e. cheese <laughs> 
because there's a lot of sounds in the Chuck E. Cheese. Yeah, yeah, but he's ball. get in there. Ski balls they rolling have up. Funny songs. I was watching all the songs. Did you know they redid the entire brand of Chuck E. Cheese in like 2017? So he's like, no, he's like a YOLO rat now. No way. Uh, he's no. doing poppers and cat. <laughs> Chuck E. Cheese they, rebrand. Like- Holy shit! Look at that. Oh no! I gotta see this. He's too. leaning. <laughs> <laughs> I'm gonna oh, I'm gonna drop this image second. in the Skype for for old bless. Thank you. This is hard to type because I have the laptop stand but not a keyboard and my arms are weak. This is the whole the new cast. Wow. Chuck E. Cheese is rocking a hoodie. It's purple and green what still. The fuck. He has Bruce a purple Paul, and green friend. Look at friend. Grimace. Right. <laughs> His purple hippopotamus friend is absolutely leaning. He has a like a beanie on or something. They they changed their entire look. Blonde eyebrows, his mouth and not, he seems to have a goiter on the right side of his face. That's right. unfortunate. I don't think hippos are supposed to look like that. There's a weirdly sexy uh, chef fella. The sleeves are sure. ripped off of his like bedazzled top. He'd be covered in burns. I thought you were going to talk about his bird friend and her long flowing locks. True, and a crop top. Yeah, she's fucking banging for real. And then uh, <laughs> that. Is that Pharrell? Yeah, that that Pharrell is there. <laughs> He's made yeah, enough money. Fuck. He wants to give his time back to the community. And they were like, why don't you work at Chuck E. Cheese as one of the animals? <laughs> Alex, you said that like this rebrand, and I thought I had registered this in my mind. I had a picture of him. I think I'm just picturing Poochie from The Simpsons. <laughs> Simpsons, was that his name? Yeah. The fucking, uh, yeah, the dog with the Say hat and the sunglasses. Name. <laughs> I was picturing like a like a cool '90s Chucky, but he's wearing just like a hoodie, skinny jeans, and like it's like streetwear. Yeah, he's coordinated his his sneakers and his hoodie. He could be working behind the counter at like a record shop, but instead he's slinging pizza pie. Yeah, he got all of his we all of his uh, looks at the bong store. <laughs> <laughs> Purple and green, good choices. I've oh, looked like man. that before. <laughs> like, I like to think we all have, and that's why they picked it. That's true. We did all. Do- I wore candy paint sneakers for a while. I did that. Hell yeah, dude! <laughs> Looking like Chucky today, even... my dude. <laughs> the thing kids you got like saying. a style, a style lookbook, and it's just this side by side of the Chucky e. Cheese rebrand. Polka dots are in. But only on certain patches of the garment. All right. I have my notes app up. (laughs) Polka dots in. It's possible. I mean, I could see I could see wearing like a polka dot shirt right now. I think that'd be pretty, be pretty cool. Perhaps a red jacket over the top of it. I'll uh, I'll think on it. Soundscapes you're working on, though. What uh? What else you've been working on within quarantine? You started any other new shows? Anything new going on with old Pod Dam? We had uh, Jake on the Patreon yesterday, actually. Oh, that's wonderful. 
Um, anything else new? I mean, the soundscape podcast thing. I mean, the other podcasts I do, I just show up two days a week and then they just happen and go out and it's very minimal effort from me. This one, I'm writing like a hundred pages <laughs> of scripts and releasing it in seasons <laughs> and Damn. producing and recording and stuff. So yeah, it's pretty much like I didn't want to go to my other job and die. So I gave myself a new <laughs> one that does not pay any money. Does that make sense? <laughs> <laughs> that sounds fucking cool, though. What's the What's the name of it? It's called Theater of Delights. It's an old-timey radio show. I do all of the voices, which I've been told is confusing. <laughs> that I'm not good enough for the voices to do all the voices. But I'm going to get in there. I'm going to fix it up for season two. You guys will see. I'm going to add, like, the Fuck fader. Yeah. I've go. already gone through all these tools. <laughs> Fucking... We got any other future destinations besides Chuck E. Cheese on your mind? Um, yeah, they got to go to the. Well, this is the season is Erin Brock a Grinch, and it's about Erin Brockovich if she had to prove the Grinch was real. And so they, they're gonna have to go. They've spent a lot of time in courtrooms so far, and then like an alleyway for night court, and then. I think I gotta get him on top of the Grinch Mountain because he's got he has to return to the Grinch Mountain. It's true. I mean, that's a big soundscape, too. You get these sweeping vistas, howling wind, the fucking Grinch, the bird. And the fucking Grinch, man. And the fucking <laughs> Grinch. Oh, for God's sake. Also, I walked into this. I, don't, I didn't plan this, but it ended up being an allegory for factory farming somehow. So maybe I get some animal screams in there. <laughs> Fuck yeah. These pigs, they sound the most human-like. Yeah, I know. They're pretty much, I mean, why not just chop up your own mother? Why right. not? Are the fucking, uh, <laughs> what, you were, what was the movie you were talking about with Pierce Brosnan recently? The baby fucking beavers that sound like Oh, Grey Owl. Get some of those clips. That That's was horrifying. the funniest movie I've seen in a long time. I don't feel like we did justice <laughs> in the episode to how batshit crazy that was from start to finish. <laughs> <laughs> I felt like I saw your impression of Pierce Brosnan saying pony. I was like, I feel like I get I get this movie <laughs> just based on this alone. I've seen enough. Pony, you got a pussy that makes a man stay. <laughs> I'll tell you that Fuck right yeah. now. I'm the last G-boy in this forest. <laughs> hey, speaking of uh, pussy that makes you stay in relationships... Alex, can we ask you a traditional question about a, a re- embarrassing dating or relationship experience? You got anything in that wheelhouse? Yes. So my experience <laughs> does kind of run in a circle here because I have had one girlfriend that I married 10 years later, but because she is in this house, I'm going to talk about um, a bachelor period I had in college for a few months. Uh And I've discussed this on my other podcast, the anime podcast, but uh, there was this girl my friends introduced me to, and I didn't really know anything about her, and we were hooking up, and uh, I I saw her dorm room, and it was covered in photos of The Office, like like Michael Scott Uh and uh, Jim and Pam and stuff, but it was really weird because it wasn't just like... A, a vision board or something they were like next to pictures of her family like scattered around the room so it'd be like that's my brother Ooh. and that's pam and it's, 
<laughs> so like if you didn't know the show you'd be like oh you have such a wide and diverse family <laughs> but <laughs> anyway i didn't really think anything of it and then uh we were seeing each other around the time the office finale came on where it wasn't the end but it was where michael scott leaves before they right. get the replacements in and the show just sucks even more than it was sucking um <laughs> So I was like, yeah, I'll come watch The Office with you or for whatever. And then uh, I got there and uh, we're watching The Office and she just starts weeping. Yeah. <laughs> and someone oh, no. has, like, met twice. <laughs> and so I'm like <laughs> holding her or whatever. And then it turned out, I found out later that her her father had died at a young age and that her family had gotten through it by watching The Office together. And she, oh. in her mind, had replaced her father with Michael Scott. Oh, and I was no. there the day Michael left again. <laughs> no. <laughs> oh, shit. Oh, That's God. fucking horrible. Anyway, she I was very she nice. Did... I hope she's up to something better now. <laughs> yeah, I hope she's good. <laughs> Jesus. They had Will Ferrell in there for a little bit. You know, that's a, that's a father figure. I know, and that's <laughs> the, as the boss in there, and then he leaves too. He does. They always yeah, leave. I, that's like they they thought for sure they were like people will watch this for Will Ferrell. We can do eight more seasons. <laughs> <laughs> Pizza night. We'll unfortunately, that's an episode. Unfortunately, they were they were somewhat right because that went on. That went on fucking several seasons after that. Well, shit, man, that's a hell of a fucking first time. Uh, well, second date, you said that this happened. Yeah, it, we weren't like dating per se. That's the thing. Like, second time seeing each other, right. like going out. Yeah. Oh man, I, if I feel, you were that gonna... story makes me feel bad. I didn't even do anything. <laughs> <laughs> if you were going to replace uh, your father with a cast member from The Office, who would you choose? Um, if my father was a cast member of The Office, he would be Andy, and I say that not as a point of pride. Um, <laughs> but if I was going to pick one, um, they made Craig Robinson's character in that really cool. That's true. Like, he's not a well-rounded guy. He's like, he has no downsides. He's pretty cool. <laughs> he's a cool dude. Uh, my, just a fucking cool guy. My father absolutely would be Creed Bratton. <laughs> like, yeah. oh, no lie. <laughs> For context, he came up. We had a Father's Day episode where both our dads came on for a little bit, and Arthur's dad revealed that Arthur was conceived in a van. Yep. Oh hell yeah, dude! <laughs> My father <laughs> is Creed Bratton. That is powerful Creed energy. <laughs> I feel like my dad's got some of that too, but he's he's unhinged. But it's it's not a, in a scary way, right? Because occasionally with Creed in that show, you're like, is this guy like running? You know, human traffic or something. They imply he's, he's killed people a scenes. few times. I think. Oh yeah, he's got bodies on his hands for sure. <laughs> yes, <laughs> I know what I implied. said. Fucking <laughs> <laughs> a! All right, that's enough. That's enough talk about hit series The Office. Uh, watch Sundays on NBC. <laughs> what, what we don't have enough of is questions in the in the question. But we have enough questions in the question box. We haven't talked about them enough yet. So now it's time for the question box. Asking all them questions. Asking all them questions. Why you asking all them questions? Making statements. Uh, who? Asking all them questions. 
Asking all them questions. Why are you asking all them questions? Making statements. Assume. Uh, Too much question box. Woo. Not enough Where question box. How much? How, <laughs> much, how much? How much? <laughs> a much better way of phrasing it. And hey, if you're out there and you're like, what's this question box thing? This is the place that you, the listener, you can send questions into us. And we'll read them, and we'll try to help you out. If you'd like to do that, you can find the link to the question box in our Instagram bio, instagram.com slash radiofreetotebag. Also on the Twitter that I'm still figuring out. Also on a new website, rftb.me. You don't have to make an account. It's anonymous, so you can tell us about stuff like, let's see, uh, maybe your balls retracting into yourself. As somebody talked about this week. Let's see what they say. Is that a question? After a scroll. Is that, is that the whole thing? <laughs> that was my preview of it as I desperately scroll to the bottom of this list of questions because the new ones are on the bottom of the page. Oh, that doesn't no. make any sense. Okay. Uh, for real this time, folks. Not yet. Take How many questions are fucking in here? <laughs> I thought we had I like thought eight. You had eight. You said eight. I think, dude, more have come in since we started the show. No way. I'm not kidding. We got like fucking 15 now. They're okay, still coming. I finally found the question. Here's the first question. And it's basically what I said. My balls go inside me when I come. Is this normal? Oh, that's the question for me? <laughs> I think it's for the group, but I mean, if you want to field this one. If you have expertise. Well, I told the Discord for my anime podcast to write in, and then they know, because it's been a whole thing on that show. That sometimes it has happened to me, and I think, <laughs> and we, as we've discussed at length, it is perfectly normal, and you can just pop those right back out. And if you have the hips of a woman in a man's body, that's actually empowerment. And it's not that your balls are small; it's that your hips are huge. <laughs> you can holster them; it's convenient. You know, if you're running around and stuff, just bring them into the safety of the body cavity. Yeah, they're just they're flopping about. Right. It's not it's not a great setup. I sit on my own balls at least once uh once or twice a year, unfortunately. That's I kinda terrible. wish I had the retraction ability. I know. I got a prodigious scrote, my friend. <laughs> what, I haven't been calling Alex, this an ability things... before. I'm gonna start adapting that. <laughs> <laughs> You've spent it positive. You pop like you literally got to pop them out though. Like if you left them, would they stay in there? Or do they kind of come out on their own eventually? I don't know because it freaks me out. It doesn't really feel like anything. And I look down, <laughs> and I'm like, where are my balls? Ah. <laughs> How'd they get up there? You can see them. And what's this thing too? You see, they like pop back up, and you push <laughs> them back out. <laughs> yeah, I can do this. This is not. This is not abnormal. Yeah, uh, everyone in, in fact, drag does this. That's true. You I mean, pop them up there, and then you tuck your dick into your butt crack, and then you put the panties on. It's easy. It's uh, easy. But I can't, I can't tell you this from a scientific perspective, if I may get scientific with you for a moment. Uh, the balls do have a tendency to retract as you are approaching orgasm, and it's because they're getting ready to release the, the sperm, right? So they get closer right. to the nutrients, so they don't have as long to travel, right? Uh, That's uh, right. And you, you can actually <laughs> delay ejaculation by pulling your balls away from your body as you what? are approaching orgasm. You can do that. This is a huge life no hack. No fucking way! Yeah. <laughs> right? This is the convenient, pullable like, delay cable. <laughs> yeah! It's like the fucking... 
Yeah, exactly. That's exactly what it is. So you pull the rip cord, not too hard, and then you pull away from from orgasm. Wait, so like this is it? Does this mean like if they are farther away, then you are less likely to come? Because sometimes I feel like I'd be laying better pipe in the summertime, and that would explain a lot for me. I think I do think that that's it. <laughs> this is a huge. This is huge for me. Science has done so much for this community. <laughs> Science fucking rules, uh, really uplifting the ball retractor community. So yeah, man, shit, it sounds like that's not too big of a deal, as long as it doesn't hurt, yeah. uh, and as long as you can still pop them out. I have one testicle that's bigger than the other one, so I haven't, I, like, if I accidentally sit on them the wrong way, one will pop in sometimes. Oh, no. But this is news to me. I know, it's not fun, man. I ain't got the fucking hips to support the, the large <laughs> testicle. That's unfortunate. <laughs> So I'm a little jealous of both y'all with your retraction tricks, and even you, question asker. So not only is this normal, this fucking rules. It's enviable. It's a community, and you should be proud. <laughs> be a part of it. Retracties fucking unite. Here's here's an appropriately specific question uh, for for y'all gentlemen. What can keep the passion going strong in a relationship? Ooh, that's not broad at all. I mean, but that's, I think that's an issue a lot of people encounter, Yeah, you know, even just like in dating relationships, you kind of get past that honeymoon period. Sometimes like your sex just becomes a little more infrequent and, uh, you know, that's kind of normal, but that can not be fun. Maybe introduce some new shit into there. Yeah. Maybe some new, you got any fantasies or something or like kinks you haven't explored with this partner. Got to. Maybe something like that. Make it a uh, new and exciting. Start wearing disguises. <laughs> not not just in the bedroom but just around <laughs> like really convincing ones like spent put some fucking cash down on these and get like the the like the masks that are essentially like live action deep fakes get one of those right oh damn this isn't this isn't like a dress up uh like character fetish this is fully immersing yourself in the character of the master of disguise, shaving your head, purchasing the very large human-sized turtle shell, and uh, <laughs> completely, you know, obscuring who you are. That's fucking exciting. Where did this turtle man come from? I'm wet you as fuck. Fuck me. I'm Dana Carvey on 9/11. <laughs> is that what you want? You want to milk a grieving turtle? <laughs> I uh That's I actually exciting. I found out what bisexuality is from Dana Carvey on Letterman. Is Dana oh, Carvey okay. Bisexual? All right. Yeah. You meant he explained it to you. <laughs> I thought you were gonna be like, because Dana if I don't know if you've seen the turtle suit. <laughs> no, not that I discovered I was bisexual because of Dana Carvey, but that he he explained it. So Letterman asked him, "Is like, so you're bisexual? What's up with that?" And he says, "Well, I mean, it's just being satis- being able to reach any- anybody, eh, being able to reach into anybody's pants and be satisfied with what you find." Was the answer he gave on Letterman? What the and I go, "Fuck, yeah, you fucking That's a find really that." Really aggressive answer to that question. <laughs> <laughs> reach on in, you might find a mystery treat, but no matter what. It's going to be a good You're one. You're going to be all right with it. You're going to be like, I hell yeah. The image Dana Carvey is trying to create for himself in Hollywood. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I don't think that's an answer you could give now. No. But uh, it worked in the 90s. 
Just take a peek and tell me what you see. <laughs> so yeah, <laughs> fuck Dana Carvey. Have sex with Dana Carvey. That'll keep the passion going strong <laughs> in your relationship. He, he's aged well, I'll tell you that. It's true. I it's saw a stand-up true. special a few right. years ago. It was just Saturday Night Live voices. He looked great. <laughs> yeah. That's pretty much what he's got going on. He looked great. My dad... My dad kept telling me to watch that one. And I was like, I don't know if I'm the target audience for this man. <laughs> what, church lady's not doing it for you? <laughs> <laughs> I'm just picturing Creed threatening you with a knife now. <laughs> watch the Carvey or you get the Carvey. <laughs> <laughs> Damn. You know what I call That's good. Oh, that's just, it's a gift, man. I don't know where that came from. You call it the All Carvey. All right. F- fucking. Talk about Dana Carvey with your partner. Maybe introduce some new kinks. Maybe just an activity together that you could both get into that's different than the usual kind of stuff. Just do some new stuff. Rock I think climbing. that'll I think that'll help. Rock climbing, as always. When you have your partner's life in your hands on the end of an ascending rope, you know, it really solidifies that bond. So go sign up, get some climate shoes. Arthur, I haven't climbed in like two years. I can't really do this stupid. <laughs> can't bit do this anymore. bit anymore. <laughs> There's one mountain right, I can't you know, climb, <laughs> and it's the, this the mountain joke. Of- <laughs> <laughs> All right, we can climb into the question box and wriggling retrieve a wriggling new question here. <gasps> Let's see. Howdy. I am currently in my early 20s and my hairline is receding. Well, look at you. going bald. It it feels like shit and I'm so incredibly self-conscious about it. I feel as though once it happens, I will never be able to find someone who thinks I'm attractive. Is this a valid concern or is it more of a nobody really cares situation? This show whips ass and I thank you. Thank you. And I thank you for saying it whips ass. Fuck yeah. Uh, for the answer to this question, uh, I thought maybe we should turn to our senior bald correspondent, uh, Ryan, from our episode, uh, The Yellow Rose of Toteland. Do you have uh, correspondents? We do. We've got a, we got a guy in Texas who racks shotguns and is bald. Um, cool. And, and we, we got an ear to the ground of the smooth community. <laughs> <laughs> and uh, we turn to him now. Hey there, fellow listener. I have also suffered the same unfortunate fate of the receding hairline since I was 18, and I'm 35 now. But from my experience, uh, the people that truly stick by you, they do not care about the way your hair looks or anything else for that matter. Uh, the, you know, it's as long as you're an awesome person, really, it's truly the content of who you are. Um, yeah, they, those are the people that matter the most. But I've had a difficult time when I was young accepting the fact that I was going bald until my aunt gave me a buzz cut. And then I realized, wow, it's way better. It's nice and short. And you know, I've never gone back. And I've never gone back to a hair salon for that matter. <laughs> so otherwise, on the other hand, you could look into keeps since you're young and you could get a consultation and you caught it early. And yeah, that's all I could suggest. Oh, and Arthur and Donovan, I also have a question about this rash around my balls. Thank you uh, for that, Ryan. We really appreciate uh, that insight. Yeah. We got a bald guy to talk to you, a potentially future bald guy, to help you out. 
Uh, and me and Arthur and Alex, you got a full head of hair, right? Yeah, I have more hair than I've ever had, and we're all <laughs> loving <Shit>. it. <laughs> <laughs> Fuck yeah. Arthur, I mean, you were bald on the logo for two years, but you were not actually bald, correct? That's true. Uh, I am. It's a little thin in the front, not going to lie. Getting Uh-oh. a little little thin up front, but I'm I'm holding it. If I if my grandfather is any indication, I will have a fullish head of hair my whole life long. That's me too, man. But my my dad, uh, we talked about a little Creed energy. Uh, he's a bald man. Mm-hmm. I got a bald dad. He lost all his hair when he was like 25 or something. It fucking sucked, and uh, he just leaned into it. Yeah. What did he see? A <laughs> ghost. <laughs> <laughs> he walked out of like the basement just looking shaken one day just falling <laughs> off the head anyways he got over that harrowing experience by like leaning into it he just like shaved off the rest of it he also just kind of looks like mr clean I, like i think for, i'm not gonna lie for some people like it's easier to do the bald thing than others right, right. like i got a weird shaped head if i had lost my hair i'd kind of suck i got a weird shaped head i don't want people to see that um <laughs> you become a kind of like that's right. Man, I don't, I don't want to be the hat guy. Uh, but if you're bald, <laughs> I mean, that's fucking... <laughs> I didn't mean to hate on hats as a concept. I just personally... Hats disagree with my constitution. You could wear hats, though. This is, this is something. Add some shit into your, uh, you know, wardrobe there. But to, however you do it, you have to, like, lean into the baldness. You can't kind of be trying to... Hide it, I don't think. Right. Yeah. Otherwise, you, otherwise, you'll be at a press conference fucking dripping uh, shoe polish from your head. <laughs> yeah. Exactly. You don't want to deal with it like Rudy Giuliani deals with it. Um, yeah. You want to approach it. You want to look like a confident, bald man, not like a hiding, harried man. <laughs> my, right. My friend's dad always would wear a Mac. Like, he had a total male pattern baldness, like, to the back of his head. So he just had, like, a stylish cap he wore, or a kangle. You could become a kangle oh. guy. There's a whole world of looks for you now. That's true. My dad was a kangle guy for a little bit. That was, that was before I even knew that was a thing, but in retrospect. Powerful. I mean, yeah, you, there's all these different, like, you can become many different types of guy here. You're at a crossroads of new opportunities. Kangle guy, top hat guy. Flat bill guy, propeller hat guy, fucking as many hats as there are. There's fucking options too. I found a uh, dope one on uh, on Amazon trying to because I couldn't find out what a Mac hat was. Like, what is a this. Mac? All right, but I'm this is a hat with this. the Mac with the Mac OS logo on it. There you go. <laughs> that is not. That's it's not what cool. I meant. <laughs> <laughs> this is probably not is that- why, but. I assumed it was Mac because Irish people wear it. Is that wrong? It <laughs> <laughs> makes sense to me. I don't know. I believe I believe that's a tam o' shanter. Tam o' shanter. Tam o' shanter. Tam o' shanter. The fuck is a tam o' shanter? It's a tam o' shanter hat. That's a. Uh-huh. Am I making this up? Flute. I can't find it. <laughs> No, there it is. That's the Tama Shanter. Oh, you can't find this word you made up? That's crazy. <laughs> <laughs> I'm going to Jackie and Laura you another picture real quick. It goes to a different Google. We can't find it. 
Okay. That is yeah, not the kind of hat like... I meant, though. That's... <laughs> <laughs> that's the hat that, like, a dude playing, uh, oh, fuck, what's Bagpipes. Bagpipes would be wearing. Yeah, you sent Maybe me the Highlander's hat. <laughs> <laughs> I, don't, I don't think we're this particular type of hat, uh, our friend here. Here's, here's another piece of sincere advice on this, right? You can be... You could be the scary ripped bald dude if you mm. get like really into weightlifting. Mm. That's a legit cool aesthetic. If you're big and like with your phone with the sun shining, you know, you tilt it, you reflect it into somebody's eyes is a fun joke. You could do that with your head too, <laughs> which is very intimidating. What about somebody's what about to throw a like, punch? What do you think of skinny bald guys like Moby? See, that's a mm. weird one. Because you can, like, that dude can be sus. That dude is not always <laughs> sus. But the skinny, bald dude, like, Moby's got a fucking sketchy reputation. Yeah. I think Play was a pretty damn good album, but the man himself, he's a little sketchy looking. <laughs> so it kind of depends how you be, like, the skinny, bald guy, I guess. But I'm right. not sure what the way to do it that isn't, you know, going to spook. You could be like Lake. You could be like Dade. That's true. Lake's been bald for fucking five years. Listen to our episode with Lake Markham and look up a uh, bald internet man. Look at old filthy Frank. Google bald He was bald as Dade. <laughs> that's, his, that's his fucking He's call sign, this baby. Whole thing. Yeah. Topic so fucking, you got different options. Basically, just lean into it. Maybe some self-improvement in other ways. Uh, but just whatever you do, don't, don't, I don't think waste your time on trying to get like Air treatment and trying to save it and stuff. I think that's just going to make you more stressed out. True. Yeah, and also it, it it indicates a lot of testosterone too. So there's a you're a whole type of dude now. Embrace right. it. That's true, and especially if you're swole, you know you can get that like bald, incredible Hulk look. I, going. I guess what we're telling you is to become very strong. If that's not already <laughs> on the table, just start getting big. <laughs> <laughs> Look hot like Jeff exactly. Bezos. <laughs> Jeez. Oh, uh, Christ. It's just putting like a style inspiration board that's varying pictures of Jeff. It's just looking. That's a sketchy bald dude right there. That's, that's true. a good example of what not to be. Okay. What <laughs> else do we have in here, Arthur? Uh, my girlfriend and I have an open relationship. One of our partners frequently invades my space. Deleting my game saves, telling me I'm not enough to satisfy her, stealing toiletries. I brought this up to her before, but she says that's just his personality. What should I do? <laughs> what the fuck? Hey, no, that's just Jack, dude. Yeah. He, he steals shit, isn't that funny? <laughs> Jack just casually disrespects you and steals your shit. What's the problem? You had me at deleting game saves. That is a yeah, gross overstep. Fuck that. That's so fucked up. And it's not like... If, like a fucking N64 game where you got like three slots in Zelda or some shit. You got like infinite save space. This partner sucks. Yeah. This partner yeah, you sucks. Gotta get him out of there. Yeah. There's got to be uh, a, a real serious discussion about this. And like, it's sort of, it's like a red line in a, in a poly situation to be like, no, you can't date this person anymore. Uh, but you have to make your concerns known. And like, just like really double down on it because you say you brought it up before and she just says that's just his personality which seems so fucking insane to me 
just like be like no seriously jack fucking sucks ass and i don't think we should have him around anymore um i mean <laughs> yeah watch if you want to keep dating him don't bring him around here i don't want to hang out with him he sucks are either of you right, in I've... a poly relationship uh i have been no. in the past it it's my understanding that a lot of the success of it is like your ability to be at a meeting right like it's like the formation <laughs> yeah. of the soviets it really is <laughs> uh it, it's like i've never been in a situation where that was done effectively it's usually a lot of like hey tell her this it's like like oh, cuz no. usually usually it's less of a love triangle and more of a love line where like I'm on one end and there's a partner in the middle and there's another partner on the other side and never the two shall meet. Damn, uh, Adam yeah. Perola was ahead of his time. <laughs> Love line, very good. <laughs> hey. um, but like there was never, like I don't think we've ever, no, that's not true. I did have like an actual sit down uh, with all the partners involved uh, and the conversation was uh, quite productive and some things got ironed out, but then the second uh, it was over, my insecurities absolutely just tanked the whole fucking thing. Uh, and so I should have learned the first time that I can't do this, but I did have to try again. <laughs> <laughs> it's tough. There's to just more fucking without without your weapon. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know what I'll that means. I thought I should say it though. They might be able to understand it though. Perhaps you speak the poly tongue. And they will pick up on it, even though our ears cannot hear it. Mm, mm-hmm, it's mm-hmm, possible. Mm-hmm, 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 there's, there's more moving parts here, too. That's kind of my why I think this wouldn't particularly be for me, because I got kind of a short attention span. But like, just in terms of stuff coming up, like there's just kind of more places for somebody to get upset or like do something that pisses somebody off. But like in this particular case, this is like so fucking over the top. Yeah. Like if this was your partner right? And you're spending a lot of time with them. We'd be like, break the fuck up with this person. Sure. And it's effectively the same situation. Cause your partner, you've told her all this shit and she's like, yeah, he's just like that. That's fucking insane. You shouldn't be with that person. I don't think like you need maybe to give him one last confrontation. <laughs> yeah. Re-examine why situation. she needs to be with the Joker when you're not around. <laughs> <laughs> Might be a bigger issue than you realize. <laughs> Ah, yeah, fuck. Some men just want to watch the saves burn. (laughs) Some men just want to watch their toiletry stockpile grow and grow. (laughs) But it's not just like inconsiderate stuff. You know, like it's not just, ah, he fucking uses such and such, and I hate when people use my stuff. This is like actively antagonizing you if this dude's like, you'll never satisfy her. Like, that's fucking wild. Yeah, that's really bad. He's he's definitely trying to assert some level of dominance in, in the polycule like he's trying to make you a secondary uh don't let don't let it happen you have to make your uh concerns clear and if they if nothing changes keep bringing it up and then if nothing changes you gotta fucking bounce just tuck and roll man it's that simple man he's trying to get you out he's 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 trying to assert dominance that's the kind of alpha behavior you gotta strike first or get out of there there you go (laughs) he's trying to trotsky you (laughs) <laughs> steal his toiletries yeah steal his, yeah go to his house even if there's no reason you should be there <laughs> D- delete his fallout saves aha <laughs> how many pokemon do you have now <laughs> fucking get them so yeah it 
try to I try to handle this, try to explain to your partner here that this guy sucks ass, but it kinda if you didn't get she didn't get that message the first couple times with how over the top this is, I think this thing might be toast. So maybe exact your revenge. Get some spare Q tips out of it and get the fuck out of there. Yeah. Okay. Do, yeah. yeah, what do we got next here, blessed one? We've got a swole fiance. My fiance has been getting really into weightlifting. And while he looks amazing, it's lowering my self-esteem. Can I tell him that without judging me? This is actually the bald guy from before. Right. His fiance. Because he's getting swole as shit off her advice. <laughs> well, so I'm can't... happy for him hair-wise. <laughs> <laughs> Can I tell him that without him judging me? Is that possible for her to approach this newly swole gentleman and say, I'm man, that like, it complicates it if it's a him, because then it's the whole like, because I'm not as swole as you. Mm, mm-hmm, 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 but mm-hmm. is it a girl? Is there any indication it's a girl? No, we do not have the gender of the partner. We only have fiance is a he. It's a and then we have this it's person asking the question. <laughs> <laughs> We gotta find all the clues hidden throughout the question box. <laughs> you should be able to have think- that conversation either way, but I don't think it's unreasonable for your partner to be able to work out. So maybe you should that sounds maybe like an issue you have to work out. Yeah. That's a you do thing. some curls in your heart. <laughs> <laughs> for sure. I think you can communicate that, too, without it, like, coming across as judgmental or insulting. Uh, But you got to come in about that way. Like, I assume you recognize that he's not doing anything wrong here. You can't get him to stop lifting so you feel better. That'd be kind of ridiculous. But I think just getting across to him, like, this has been making me feel insecure because I feel like you're getting hot and I'm not. And we've heard this question before, too. I think this is, you know, this isn't the most uncommon thing. Sometimes only one person, you know, gets into exercising. Uh, But I think just getting the talk going, I think it kind of start helping the process. It's definitely better than just sitting with it. Yeah, start a podcast together. There you go. (laughs) There you go. An organic space where you'll just have to discuss nothing for an hour and a half all the time. (laughs) (laughs) Maybe get swole with him. I mean, do you... Yeah. Do you, do yeah, how you against not, you, any, you like, getting buff are you, I guess, is the question. <laughs> right. Right. If that's kind of a way to strengthen things, too, if he's really into this, if you kind of get into it, too, I'm sure he'd be excited about that, and, you know, you can get swole as fuck. That's right. Uh, I mean, at least, you know, not necessarily lifting, if that's not what you're going for. If you're not going for definition, you're going for, like, a lean muscle thing, maybe you just start working out and getting hot. Um, get into Tai d- Chi. Yeah. Or yoga or any of the like, or like, <laughs> what if there was like a flow arts, uh, like exercise <laughs> regimen where you could just do like fire spinning to get fit. <laughs> fucking hooping. Devil sticks. Fucking, you get some MDMA on the way in. <laughs> Nintendo Daft has produced a variety of games you can use to That's get right. fit in the comfort of your home. <laughs> that's true pick up a fucking Wii bring back the balance board uh, get that ring fit adventure game that I've heard people talk about I've heard people leave about the ring fit adventure really you just gotta get a ring fit adventure yeah I think that's the move that's what I, I have heard like 
raving about it too, uh, which is kind of strange to be being like an exercise game, but shit. Okay. Maybe it's pretty, maybe you just get jacked as fuck messing uh, with that ring. Dance Dance Revolution always worked for me. Yeah. Also good on your fucking feet moving around. Yep. As someone who does exercise in real real life, I do look down at the Wii Ring people, but I mean, don't even take my point of view into account here. <laughs> yeah. Don't worry about that. Don't worry about it. I'll uh, be judging you, you know. but you don't know me. It's fine. <laughs> it's all good. <laughs> really, though, like there's there's so many fucking different options. It doesn't have to be weightlifting. I think just getting into some kind of exercise is going to help with this and just have the conversation. And, uh, you know, but just make sure, I mean, you recognize this is ultimately kind of on you and and how you handle this. Like, it's okay to feel your self-esteem drop. You know, it's not unreasonable to, like, be made to feel insecure. You know, if your partner's starting to get swole uh, and you're not, but it's just like, again, you can't, don't let that fucking lead you into, like, sabotaging this whole thing. Because you got a fucking big hunk of a guy. Don't lose that hunky fiance. Don't lose that hunky fiance. Become another hunky fiance. That's right. Next up, we have Good. one. We have one very directed. This one uh, directly addresses Doctor Patak. Thank you for using <laughs> my full title. It's very confusing to me because my parents are doctors, but I, <laughs> I'm going to take. <laughs> the question reads: Doctor Patak, uh, I'm in my late twenties and have had no luck dating since college. While I do have a rich social circle, most of my friends are married, and I'm often the odd one out in social situations. Do you have any advice on how to meet people or get over this feeling of worthlessness? Not stand-up comedy. So let's start there <laughs> and work out from there. Um, I guess that what I want to know, and this isn't an interactive medium, is why what what explains the gap between college and now. Um, is it something about maybe your standards for other people if you if you have a rich social life? Um or is it just that you're you're not meeting any sexy singles? Because there's a myriad of ways to meet these sexy singles. Now I get messages, I get all kinds of messages, and I can't use them. I'll send them to you. You can have them. You can have all these singles that are trying to get to me because I can't have them. And uh, yeah, get on the apps. Um, but you know, you do have to consider that it might not be an availability thing. It might be maybe uh, something you're looking for, and maybe you just have to either lower your standards or um, try to be more accepting of other people instead of shutting them out. Right. Maybe you got the Seinfeld problem where nobody's ever good enough. That's what I'm thinking, and that you're actually swinging right and left, but nobody's ever good enough. I don't know who this is, but... <laughs> <laughs> it could also be, like... I mean, I had, I had like, a kind of dating dry spell for the first half of college because I just got, like, really fucking bad anxiety time. You know, so if you have some kind of like social anxiety or something going on, like, has anything changed since then? Have you been feeling like down or depressed or anything? You know, uh, I'd kind of maybe examine some of that as well, because it's definitely fucking harder to date if you're in a place you're like, ah, I kind of suck. You know, you got to get amped on yourself to bring in those sexy singles. Easier said than done. Really buff. This is just a show where we try to get our our listeners to get real fucking pumped up and juicy. <laughs> yeah, just call jacked. in and we'll tell you to buy kettlebells. 
I fucking, when I could, I was lifting weights. I'm pretty good at squatting. I'll fucking teach you how to get swole, folks. Dude, you I was come the on strongest, Zoom and I'll yell at you. I was the strongest I've ever been right before this quarantine, and now it is all gone. It's all gone. <laughs> I I was uh huh? I looked like the Michelin man. <laughs> <laughs> That's a look. The ideal of masculinity. <laughs> uh, you don't want to. People say you want a six pack, but you really want just kind of like ab rings from the top of your head. Yeah. I mean, I was fat as shit all the, the way too. to the toes. <laughs> <laughs> also, you know, had a. Is he supposed to be made of tires? Yeah, he's made of so. tires, but they're like fused together due to some kind of explosion. That's how I've been interpreting it. <laughs> but they're like white too. Why is he white? That's how hot the light explosion the tire? was. <laughs> <laughs> the light bleached the surface of the tires, just, resulting in this unholy abomination. I think it's just cultural normativity. It's the fact that uh, everything is for white people, including the Michelin Man. Yeah, it's yeah, true. yeah. They had the they had the <laughs> test focused black Michelin Man, and people were like people are scared. <laughs> <laughs> you will not sell any tires. I'm not, it's not my fault. I'm just telling you what's happening. We need a white Christian Michelin man. <laughs> He's wearing Oakley sunglasses. He's sitting in the front seat of his big truck. Yeah, so I've sent another design for the Michelin man, and you're going to notice he is wearing a robe and sandals and a crown of thorns. <laughs> but he's made out of tires, so I think that still sells the tires. Dude, you could crucify these fucking tires, and still, three days later, they'd be good as new. These tires are the king of the Jews. <laughs> Become a Michelin man. Take that fucking Jesus form. People are going to be super into that in this Christian nation. You'll pick up all kinds of sexy singles. <laughs> Absolutely. Powerful. I hope this answered your question. <laughs> we had some good stuff in there and then we had some extremely good advice in there as well <laughs> what, what we got right, we, what we got next here we have still quite a bit in here we may have to do a lightning round oh. with some of the short ones as we were talking about before good but also Arthur we've kind of been picking and choosing and more questions have also entered the question box oh, fuck. To fucking lose, where are these co- lose I put my specific place. time limits on my prompt here I said send them before 830 <laughs> this will send them in these people are in Hawaii they're like I got all day I'm just gonna <laughs> send them as they come to my head every problem <laughs> okay here's a good one my boyfriend has begun responding to me calling his name by saying yeah, <laughs> I think is how you'd pronounce that. How can I either stop this behavior or deaden the part of my brain that hates it? <laughs> oh, you got to come up with your yeah. own thing. You say, <laughs> "Oh yeah, like a call and response thing." Yeah, so he says, "What's a good response like, to you?" <laughs> <laughs> Uh, I had a friend uh, back when I was a teenager. We used to have a mating call for him. His name is Mackenzie. And Hell we'd go, yeah. Mackenzie. And he would say, I want to get my fuck on. So you have to do something. <laughs> you have to do something like that. So instead of calling out his name, be like, and he goes, y'all. And then it's a fun bit. And it's not. You know, I think that's deadening the part of your brain that hates it. I think it's conditioning it into something that's fun. Yeah, because you what got we're Stockholm syndrome. Right. You just accept it. 
you you've spent so much time around the yaw question mark that you've learned to love the yaw question mark yeah i mean uh this does come up for me a lot because i'm uh, annoying as fuck um so what (laughs) my wife does is if i'm saying like uh like if uh, i'm just thinking of that one line in uh in an outcast song that's like and i'm saying that all day She'll say explicitly, <laughs> you can say that four more times, and then you can't say it anymore. <laughs> and then even if I find myself accidentally saying it, I know that I'm being punished. Mm. <laughs> so set a mm. limit. And then you you got to save them for special occasions, too, then. You got this limited amount of ammo. You know, you got to take the shots that count. Right, and then with, you're allowing uh, him, to to fire off these glorious shots at moments that are most important to him. And it's more anticipated. It's it's an occasion. If there's only four of them, when a yaw comes out, it's like, damn, what are we yawn about? This is gonna really start that. your sex life. You have to be <laughs> really true. careful, though. You got to make sure they're all out before the wedding day, because you don't want the person officiating to say, "Do you take this woman to be your bride?" And then he goes, <laughs> "Yaw, yaw." <laughs> He's been stockpiling them. He's left like two of each set. Uh, but didn't remember because he moved on and he releases them all on the wedding day. Yaw, yaw. Yeah, I've been reading this as the yaw trick, yaw, the soldier boy. Yaw. Oh, yeah. Yaw, yeet. It's a lot of W's in a, in a question. I do wonder where this came from. Because that's another thing. Is this something you've been watching recently and it's giving him bad ideas? Right. Because you can you know? stop him from doing this and he might just move on to like, hold up, hold up. And that's going to grow <laughs> tired too, really fast. <laughs> I, I, think, I think either of them too. I like the limiting option. You know, maybe just have an expiration date on it so that he can't <laughs> stockpile them. That kind of solves that. Or the call and response thing. Come up with your own fucking shit and uh, just become that fucking couple. Uh, and really lean into that, because that's a good time. Did you that. mean to share the hat picture again? <laughs> or did that did just share happen? again? <laughs> I think it just happened. Okay, just checking. It's a really good picture, too. Like, the official product listing is a man with a kind of red, goatee, unkempt beard situation going. And uh, Tam O'Shanter crooked on his head, and he's kind of looking down. His eyes are shaded, yeah. waiting for something. It also says it's <laughs> Japanese, so maybe he's an ambassador of some kind. Yeah, what the fuck? I would not uh, not associate like a plaid bagpipe hat with Japan. Yeah, this is a very white I? man as well, so a lot going on. <laughs> Uh, I got another. I got another one here that I want to get in here. Hi, Alex. This is a, another pointed question. Hi. Uh, <laughs> I want to try new things in the bedroom, but my husband is intimidated by anything outside of vanilla sex. How can we spice up our love life? Okay, so what you're dealing with is fear, which can only be crushed. <laughs> <laughs> so what you have to do is maybe bait it. Maybe. Um, Maybe you can start somewhere that kind of suggests an entryway to somewhere else. Show him the portal that lies to somewhere beyond. So maybe um, if you feel more adventurous sexually, but you don't think he does, if you could start by maybe watching porn together or something like that, Mm. that could be 
vanilla enough that maybe in time it would lead to more possibilities. Now, I have tried that, and it didn't work out for me at all, but I'm sure you'll nail it. (laughs) (laughs) We also, with these kinds, always bring up the want-will-won't list. Yes. Uh, It's kind of like a good structured way to kind of introduce this stuff. Because, yeah, you kind of just got to, like, you can't go guns blazing with this one. If he is fully intimidated for le- from like anything outside of this, you kind of got to start small and maybe just getting a sense of where he's at. Like maybe he's into some shit that he thinks is vanilla, but in reality, like it's balloon fetish or something else. Right, you know? like it's a balloon <laughs> fetish. <laughs> Show him a series of balloon videos and just write down his reactions and don't tell him why. There you go. A series of balloon videos? <laughs> I don't know what they are. Up? <laughs> Start with up. There, oh, there we go. That's, that is a balloon video, actually. It's <laughs> a fucking lunar. That's like lunars <laughs> are way video. into that fucking movie. <laughs> yeah, that introduced fucking lunars into the mainstream. Damn. That uh, yeah, I just any, any. I mean, we've, t- we've covered what the want will won't list is, but I mean, like, we, we should probably do it again. You got a list. You write down things, you know, kinks or fantasies or whatever that you want to do, some stuff that you will do, and some stuff that you fucking will not do. And then you kind of compare notes. Because if you kind of just come in, like, it's going to be easier to get into this. He's got to have something. He has to have something that he wants to try. You kind of need a jumping off point that he's into already, I think. I don't know, but if you're dealing with a conservative sexual person, they probably think they have more won'ts than maybe they actually have sure i guess that's the way i'm thinking about it so i don't know no No, for sure i I think a lot of people you know and especially if you're conservative type of person you're not like really exposed to even you know people talking about this kind of thing uh i I think just if you asked them at the face or you you got into any kinky shit they might be like this guy and fully saying no but if you bring up something specific, maybe they're like, well, that, I mean, that's cool. You know? Also, yeah, you know, Throw a lot eggs. of times, like, if you have a kid who thinks they're into, like, nasty sex, it's because they've got a new pair of bad friends. So what you want to do is hook him up with a series of, like, raunchier podcasts. <laughs> yeah! Listen to Radio... Get him to bags. listen to Radio Free Tote Bag. Yeah, tell him to subscribe to Radio Free Tote Bag. Right <laughs> and now. And then tell him to get his friends and co-workers into it so he has more time to discuss about this and open up with people and so we get more listeners right and if, like if they if you can get him to like send them money i feel like that will feel like a commitment to these new <laughs> friends who maybe can yeah, explore so- what he's up to sexually and there will be a direct return on investment that's very true and honestly our actually our last patreon episode last several we have a kink wheel that we spin and discuss the kinks therein. A whole wheel. You know? It's a whole fucking... There's so many things on there. He's got to like one of them. That's true. Even, Three bucks a month. I don't even he know what's on that. that wheel. And I'd die to know. <laughs> <laughs> I'll tell you off air. Okay. Okay. So go on, go on down, question asker, and your husband to patreon.com slash rftb fix your sex life today i keep getting paid as guesting on podcasts and they tell me what's on their wheel (laughs) 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 it's better than a drink ticket i think here's here's another one 
Uh, let's do some rapid fire. We'll, we'll lightning round some questions for Alex. Are you down for that? We have a few that are specific. A few more that are specifically for you. Ready. Okay. Number one. What's your day job? Why is left just so bad? That was mean. Um, my day job. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> I was uh, installing computers uh, up until March, and then I stopped installing computers and just uh, took some unemployment money and podcast money. So th- this is it, baby. Um, <laughs> left chest was the first podcast I worked on, and that's why it's bad, you piece of shit. All right, next one. <laughs> Uh, Do you have the same sleep schedule as your wife? Do you think it can work out if you go to bed and wake up at different times? I always go to bed later than my wife. Um, the podcaster's curse. The podcaster's curse, it's called. And she wakes up like in the morning like a like a morning person. Um, you, you can make it work. I think the biggest downside is when you want to party because then everybody's getting sleepy and you're like, this party's just getting started. Um, I hope that helped <laughs> you. <laughs> <laughs> how bad has your drinking been lately um well it's always really bad until i don't let myself do it anymore so uh i can't do it until i finish these grinch scripts and that's bought me around 10 days <laughs> let's see uh there's another one that's a general one i gotta make sure we have the short ones. Okay, here. This is the last one, actually. That was a short lightning round. It was one of the storms that just rolls through real quickly, knocks a few branches over, talks about sleep schedule, and then and then heads out. But we have a last question from the question box here, which is: My brother thinks that my misophonia isn't real, and so chews with his mouth open to get a rise out of me. It causes me actual pain, and I'm not sure how to get him to stop. How do you get him to stop? Oh, no. <laughs> Violence. Yeah, this yeah, is a brother? Fucking... You gotta stab him with a fork or something. Yeah, you gotta, <laughs> you gotta do something. There's no compassion in those monsters. No. I mean, I hope you're what a child. Because <laughs> if you're, like, over 20, both of you, I mean, I think this might be a lifelong issue you're about to have. <laughs> <laughs> Every Thanksgiving dinner, he's just like making unbroken eye contact and chewing at you, and that's just your life now. <laughs> I'm one of these people with the misophonia, so that sounds like an absolute fucking nightmare. I agree with Alex. I think you put a fork in his leg. <laughs> you got to shut this down with fucking vengeance and extreme fury. prejudice. Because this is a, it's such an obnoxious, blatant thing. You know, you're not going to talk him out of doing this. He's going to be like, ha ha, your misophonia is not real. You're not even talking about chewing. You're yelling at me. Checkmate. Checkmate. And then you just jab him with the jab him with the dessert fork. Yeah. Smaller tines. Thinner. Yeah. You got to This is like Ender's game, the situation you're in. <laughs> <laughs> Fucking Wasn't Peter that, just chewing at you. Was there chopsticks on the nose in Ender's game, or is this something different I'm thinking of? I, I think you're thinking of something part. different. He kills a boy in a shower. Spoilers. <laughs> ah, damn it. Spoilers for this, like, 35-year-old Mormon <laughs> 35 novel. 35-year-old book for children I read when I was 12, but 
Uh, <laughs> man, the funniest thing about that too is because there's no like there's not that much karate in it. They're just like I made the water really hot in the shower, so it was all slippy. <laughs> <laughs> It's like the combat technique. (laughs) And then it was curtains for him, love. Don't come at me in a shower. Curtains. Hey, I found found one more. I found one more. There's one more that we missed. You did. Okay. This one's this one we can I think we can knock out pretty quick because I think we have some pretty strong opinions about this. Uh one of my friends says she's a communist but is a hardcore Warren Democrat and now shouts me down anytime I'm remotely critical of Biden. Is this hill worth dying on or should I just let her be? <laughs> I don't even, I don't even know what to do with that. I mean, you, I think that just takes distance or something. Yeah. Let him go to brunch. Fuck it. Let him, I mean, you, you can't not criticize Joe Biden. You have to criticize Joe Biden. <laughs> I mean, you could just never talk about it, I guess, but otherwise, just don't talk to this person about this. <laughs> yeah. Wasn't this their whole fucking thing, too, that you gotta wait until after the election and then push them to the left, and then you that, can complain about them? That's What's what that? a lot of them that fucking the said. That's what a lot you, of them said. I'm sure a lot of people who voted for Elizabeth Warren and think they are communists said that. Ah. <laughs> <laughs> <sighs> <sighs> Fuck. I mean, what if what if you confronted her with like some like an actual definition of communism or something? Right. Maybe that would like, help, just like a realignment of terms. Yeah, sure. Because it's that's like that's so clearly somebody who just doesn't know what that is, and here's that Warren is like the progressive one, and progressivism and communism are the same goddamn thing. So Warren's Warren Democrats are fucking communists. Yeah, I think straighten out the fucking terms with her. I mean, you yep. could just send her Elizabeth Warren quotes. Because <laughs> it's somebody who goes out of their way to make sure you know she is not the choice for a communist. Yeah, this, uh, play, this her, play your friend. Hard. Play your friend. Big structure will Bailey resurrect <laughs> that one. Remember that shit? I haven't thought about that since that happened. Oh, what a fucking innocent world. Oh but no communist God. supports a giant inflatable dog with penny nipples. That's Fuck true. that. <laughs> communists know that dogs are sources of meat. <laughs> they can't be ignored, no matter how big they get. It's true. The new Clifford movie Take- is going to explore this some. <laughs> Jesus Christ. The new Clifford movie. Clifford dog meat. Beautiful. I love it. Uh, tell your friend about that kind of thing. Clifford dog meat. Don't Just start Clifford saying crazy meat. shit to her. <laughs> She's clearly living in a fantasy world. Just get really Just start weird with her own. Yeah. Performance art. Is this a hill really worth dying on? Nah. Like maybe you take her up to the top of a hill. You burn Biden into the grass with gasoline. And then you just commit ritual suicide up there. And maybe she will finally realize... That you were right. Yeah, make her smoke the whole pack of Bidens. <laughs> <laughs> the whole time you're lighting them up. Now listen here, Jack. <laughs> Jesus Christ. Boy, am I glad I hope- we landed here at Me the too. end of the show. Oh, there's more Bidens. Fr- Come on, man. <laughs> <laughs> this is a whole carton. There's too many Bidens, man. <laughs> <laughs> I'm sorry. I should. I'm sorry. I shouldn't have made you cough like that. I'm sorry. 
My Joe Biden impression gets very like guy who is <laughs> riddled with dementia. E. I'm not sure it's an impression of anyone in particular. <laughs> an impression of the ghoul uh, controlling the levers inside of Joe Biden. Oh yeah. <laughs> <laughs> We Stop meet in the middle on. of the brain. <laughs> <laughs> Fuck, dude. Just yanking levers on both sides of the head. One's marked left, one's marked right. Beautiful. That would explain how he broke his ankle walking his dog. <laughs> the goblin screwed up the levers. <laughs> yeah, he started veering to the left, and so he fell. Biden fell over and broke his ankle, illustrating that you must find the perfect balance in the middle. Let that be a lesson. I'm, I'm imagining the goblin falling down now. <laughs> <laughs> Jesus uh, fucking Christ. Alex Patak, would you please tell us where people can find your things on the internet? Sure. Thank you again for having me on your wonderful program. I had so much fun. Um, you can listen to any of my three podcasts on politics at Pod Damn America, on anime and comedy at Ballin' Out Super, and my radio comedy show, Theater of Delights, with original drama, all voiced by me, kind of sounding like all the voices run together. You're going <laughs> to love into it. that. I'm Look, getting people into that either for sure. really like it or do not like it. Please listen to it. <laughs> <laughs> Fuck yeah. Well, thank you too for coming on, man. It's been great having you. Yeah, yes, thanks for having absolutely. me. Absolutely. Uh, I got to let everybody know that our intro song is the song Hanging On by the band Knower. You can find their music at knowermusic.bandcamp.com. Our outro music is the song Stephanie by the Hayfellows. You can find them at Instagram.com slash the Hayfellows or on Spotify by typing in those three separate words, the Hey Fellows. Uh, it's been great having you all with us. Uh, once again, I feel powered up and ready to go, ready to face another day in the retail hellscape. Uh, I, I've been doing this lately. Let's see, what's the date of the winter solstice? Winter solstice 2020, that's December 21st. We are 20 days until the days start getting longer again. Folks, we're going to make it through the darkness together hang hang in there and help do yourself a favor to lighten your load during these heavy times and go on down to patreon.com slash rft.com patreon.com man go on down to patreon.com jack come on down go to to radio free three oh three 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 (laughs) oh Alex, can you give us the goblin falling down noise one more time before we get out of here? <laughs> Fuck, I love you. Thanks. Bye. That's good. <laughs>